Hi friends, welcome to the official first episode of <laughs> the Holy and Bad Podcast. This bitch has been on my heart to create literally for over a year now. Like, I shit you not, when I first moved to Huntington Beach last September, I like brought all my podcast equipment that I had bought off Amazon. I spent like hundreds of dollars on shit off Amazon because I was like, I'm going to fucking make my podcast. It's literally in like a storage bench that I have <laughs> in my apartment. <laughs> Never touched it. I'm currently recording this shit on a a podcasting app that like records and edits and trims and all that stuff for you and my AirPods. So one, fully aware that the audio probably isn't the fucking greatest. So get over it. <laughs> You're just listening to me talk, same way you would on my Instagram stories. Um, and two, it really just, again, confirms that, like, done is better than perfect. I know that I've certainly been guilty of this in the past of, like, wanting to make sure I have all my ducks in the row, ducks in a row, and, like, having all my shit figured out before I do it. And then you just end up in, like, analysis paralysis and shit never gets done. Whereas tonight, I'm laying here. My power is out. (laughs) The power just randomly went out in Huntington Beach, California tonight. And I was like talking on my Instagram story, just telling random, I don't know, stories like I always fucking do with y'all. And I was just like, you know what? I'm feeling really inspired. I'm just going to whip out this app that I've been playing with and I'm going to start talking (laughs) and then I'm going to publish it (laughs) to my podcast. So Here's a long-winded story of, like, how y'all are actually getting this first episode. So, on the Instagram post that I just put up, I told y'all that first episode, I'd probably dive into my journey with intentional celibacy, and that's what we're going to do. Hold on. Before I do that, let me back up. I'm naming this bitch the Holy and Bad Podcast because that's what this space is going to be. We're going to talk about some holy shit. We're going to talk about some not so holy shit, some bad shit, and everything in between because that's just me. That's my style. (laughs) Those of you who have been following me on social media for years, you know this. Um, But I like to just keep it super down to earth and real. And there's a lot of shit that I do like live in spiritual woo-woo land. And then there's also this other shit where I'm like, super grounded in my humanness and all my fucked up ways and mistakes I've made and crazy fucking stories and lives I've lived. So I want to talk about it all. Um, We're not too good here to to get down with it. (laughs) So that's that. Now moving back into celibacy, because that's really what I want to talk to y'all about. Um, It was a decision I made like earlier this year, this past spring. Also, sorry if y'all can hear this, the scratchy. I had to adjust my my AirPod. So if it sounded even worse right there, that's why. Um, but um, 
for those of you that don't know, like a big part of my healing journey has been healing my, my masculine wounds. Um, and I kind of just accidentally stumbled into the decision of like intentionally going celibate. Um, I had spent pretty much the majority of last year, um, in the weird like talking to slash acting like boyfriend girlfriend though dating but not (laughs) type weird phase with someone and um the first time that he and I had sex it just was so much different from all the sex that I had had previously in my life um it felt so much more that was the first time I'd had like soul level sex. And for those of you who have had it, you know what I'm talking about where you're like, Oh, this shit's not just physical. This is like that deep, intimate soul connectedness that um, people talk about that like sex really is. But until you experience it, you like tend to think it doesn't exist. You tend to think that sex is just like for an orgasm and to feel good and shit like that. Um, and so when he entered my life and I started having like that type of an awakened spiritual or sexual experience, if you will, um, it just started shifting my whole perspective on sex. And I had already had like my own personal sexual awakening, um, back in like 2017, 2018, where I really came into ownership and power um, over my my sexuality, my sexual sovereignty. Um, but I've been single for so long that I never really got to practice it with someone, if you will. Um, and then when this person entered my life and, and he was really like the first person that I like could really seriously see myself with, um, in a long time. And so it's almost like I got to play, uh, girlfriend, if you will, like (laughs) what's girlfriend Michaela, like what's wifey Michaela, like, like what's she like in relationships? What type of sex does she have in relationships? Stuff like that. Like I got to play that role with this person and really try on what it feels like to have like relationship style sex and, um, and what my newfound sexual power would look like in the container of a relationship. And (laughs) y'all, that shit blew my mind. Okay. I was like, you go, bitch. This is what you've been working on with yourself for years to to be able to bring this into a relationship. And it was just hands down, like the, it was just a whole new caliber of sex that I had never experienced before. Um, And without even realizing it, like having that type of sex, it just made all other sex like not even worth it to me anymore. Um, Because long story short, when that relationship didn't work out, if you can call it that, when that didn't work out, um, I mean, obviously, like, 
other men stepped up and started pursuing me and wanting to hang out with me and spend time with me and take me on dates and fly me out and you know all that shit like I'm a hot sexy beautiful woman who's 27 years old like there's a fucking line out my door of men who would want to sleep with me you know what I'm saying but I very quickly realized that it just wasn't the same like it didn't do it for me anymore and I just, I would try to like go back to my old ego ways of like using sexual experiences to validate myself or to feel good, like the way that I did um, before this person entered my life. And it just, I couldn't do it. It's like every time I would try to just have casual sex with someone that like I knew I didn't want a relationship with, I would always leave that experience being like, I shouldn't have fucking done it. Michaela, you shouldn't have fucking done it. Like not in like a guilting myself way or shaming myself way, but just like that deep inner knowing of like, Michaela, you knew this wasn't what you wanted and yet you did it anyways out of like old habits. And here you are feeling like, fuck, that really wasn't what I wanted or needed. You know what I mean? And so I learned very quickly, like, this just isn't it for me anymore. Like I really don't want to have sex with anyone that I don't connect with on that deeper soul level anymore. Like if I don't have that just complete level of love, safety, trust, intimacy, like it's just not for me anymore. Um, And so I made that decision in like April yeah like April of this year that I just wasn't gonna do it anymore um because I had had an experience where I was with this guy um like nothing too serious but we were hanging out and he didn't live where I live so he would fly me out and shit like that and when that didn't work out I was just like yeah I think I'm I think I'm good. Like, I think that was the nail in the coffin for me. I think that was like just confirmation for me of like, let's take sex off the table. Like, let's just not do it anymore uh, intentionally. And the more I started really playing with that idea of like, what that would even look like for me, (laughs) I started realizing how much more and more I actually needed it for my own individual healing. Um, Because the more I thought about it, the more I realized, wow, sex, having sex (laughs) is so much, it was so much of my identity. It was just built into how I related to myself. It was absolutely like, the foundation of how I related to men. Um, And so the more I really like played with this idea of like, I think I should take a season of celibacy, uh, the more it just seemed to most definitely (laughs) be the right call for me. And so I really just started thinking like, here's some of the questions, right, that I would ask myself as I got deeper into my decision with being intentionally celibate, right? Like, who am I without sex? 
who is Michaela without sex? What are my relationships with men without sex? What is the strength of my relationships with men without sex? And it just, it started making me realize like that has essentially been the in totality how I've related to men and that's it's almost like this self-sabotaging pattern right it's like because where did my original trauma come from with men well (laughs) related being in relationships with them being abused by them having really um not good sexual experiences with men being sexually assaulted by men right so it's like that's where the trauma stems from. And then because it, I just experienced it so much, it's like, that's how I learned how to relate to them. And so, and then because I was operating from that, that trauma programming, it's like, that's what I would attract more of. And then I would fit that, I would play that role. And then I'd attract more of it. And then I'd play that role. And it was just this that's how self-sabotage works. That's how we keep ourselves in these loops throughout our lifetime. And it just, to break them, it requires us to step into a new level of awareness with ourselves. And by completely removing sex from my my realm of possibility for myself um, until I decided to reintroduce it, like it allowed me to break that loop. It was so freeing for me to experience like men starting to pursue me or want to get to know me or just new men entering my life. And like that fear, because I I don't know if y'all experienced this, but this is how deeply ingrained like sex was into my identity. The second a man would like even engage in communication with me, I was like immediately thinking like, should I fuck him? (laughs) where my brain would go like it would immediately go to sex like do I want would I want to have sex sex with this person like are they gonna try to fuck me like is that what their intention is um you know it's just like my brain went there and I realized like that's just the result of my trauma because it's like that's all I knew from men for so long like that I was just used for my body and by removing sex it's just like it allowed me to become hyper aware of that and I think those were wounds that I wasn't necessarily ready to let go of um because I wasn't yet ready to let go of that that way of relating to men because I hadn't yet come to a place within myself that was so unshakably secure and rooted in my own identity of self, not my identity in sex, not that I'm separate from sex, right? Like my sexuality is a part of me and it's a big part of me that I I love, but I wasn't yet ready to let go of how I would use previously that part of my identity to, um, have men in my life, relate to men, have some sort of like companionship, 
um, have, it was just like a source. It was a way for me to get external validation. And I don't think that my old self or my ego self was ready yet to let that go. And so I just stayed in that loop until, um, you know, our souls are so divinely wise. Like that's why I don't sweat about like when I'm going to learn what lesson or when I'm going to break what habit, because I know that I'm going to, things are going to come into my awareness and I'm going to take appropriate action when I'm meant to. Right. And so this person from last year that I started this episode off by telling y'all about, that was all perfectly timed divine timing. And his exit from my life was perfectly timed divine timing. And all of those, I mean, our entire year together triggered so much healing within myself and his exit also triggered more healing within myself. And it allowed me to really now take a deeper look at my, my masculine wounds, my, the way my God, blah, 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 blah. Just ignore that. I totally just jumbled my words and I want to punch myself in the face when I do that. (laughs) So rewind. Um, when he exited, it triggered me to be able to take a look, a deeper look at my masculine wounds and how they relate to sex and my sexuality. And I can honestly say that my intentional journey with celibacy over the last six months, has it been six months? Yeah, coming up on six months. I. <laughs> Full transparency, I did fuck up once. <laughs> no, that's not nice because if the guy hears this, I don't want him to think he's like a fuck up. <laughs> he's not. He's an amazing man. Um, but it, it was like, <laughs> you know, I had this one slip. <laughs> but even after that, I was like, see, Michaela, like you were really committed. Like you, it's not that like this guy's bad or you don't desire a sexual relationship with him. It's just, it's not for you in this season of your life. Like I left that sexy time and I was just like, I wish I wouldn't have had sex, you know, because I, it's just, that's what my soul is calling me to do right now. So <laughs> listen, I own all my shit. I told you this podcast was going to be both holy and bad. Not that sex is bad, but you get what I'm saying. Um, and so me not having sex minus that one, time, that one time for the last like six, six months, it has been so freeing for me and just so transformational in ways that I can't even tell you. Like <laughs> it is such a weight lifted off my shoulders to know that when men approach me and pursue me and like try to get to know me feeling like I need to figure out like when are we gonna have sex how do I navigate this like blah blah like is it gonna be weird if we spend time together are they gonna expect sex from me because I told you that's where my mind immediately goes it's like that pressure of like how does sex fit into this to have that completely removed from how I relate to men like it is so freeing so freeing to just be like it doesn't matter to me if this man wants to have sex with me or not because it's not even an option it's not even on the table 
And it's just allowed me to explore my relationships with men and really cultivate like real sincere friendships with men in ways that I just never could before because there was always the element of sex there for me, right? Like sex was always a possibility for me when it came to men because that was just how I learned to relate to them. Um, and so I've freed myself of that and it feels so good. It It's allowing me to do even more deeper reflection and healing on with myself. Um, and I mean, yeah, it just, it feels really good. And I never, like, there's probably, there's probably people listening to this who knew me like 26, uh, hold on, let me, let me think of like the timeline of my life. Um, <laughs> there's probably people in here who might've known me in college and like, afterwards for a couple of years who are now hearing me talk about how I'm intentionally choosing to be celibate and how it's like the greatest fucking decision for me in my own soul's evolution and my healing at this time. They're probably like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> what happened to her? <laughs> and honestly, like this is, it's truly a decision that I never thought I would come to. Like sex is just so much a part of me but I get to transform what that looks like. Like I will always be a deeply sexual and sensual person. That's just who I am. Like I, that's my vibe. And anyone who's been around me or just experienced me, like y'all know, like that's my vibe. Like I just carry myself with a level of just like sexual power. Uh, But I get to really play with now what, that looks like and how much more intentionally and thoughtfully I get to use that power and how I get to guard that power. And, um, yeah, I'm like genuinely very excited for the men who will enter my life that I know that I now get to relate with them on such a deeper level, far beyond just the physical. And so that if the physical ever comes into play in our relationship, like it just gets to be that physical manifestation of all the beautiful, like mental, emotional and spiritual connection that we've already cultivated. Like that is the type of sex that I am here for. Everything else just isn't worth it to me anymore. Like for real, like (laughs) I don't need a man to just give me an orgasm, you know, like, I want a man who I get to like have a a physical um, expression of like deep soul love with if I'm going to let them all up in my goodies. (laughs) Otherwise, like I take care of my goodies just fine, me, myself, and I. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) And with that, I will wrap up my first episode ever I hope y'all have loved this I hope it it has expanded your mind in some way I hope it's inspired you to take a closer look at yourself and maybe play with all the ways that you get to challenge yourself and um 
do things for yourself and your own healing that you never thought you would before. Um, and if you have any feedback or thoughts or whatever that you want to share with me, y'all know where to find me on the gram. Or if you don't, my handle's literally just my first and last name <laughs> at Michaela Cowden. Uh, nothing sneaky. And I would love to hear from you. Just shoot me a DM or comment on this or whatever. I don't fucking know how podcasts work yet. I'll figure it out if there's a way to comment on this shit. <laughs> um, this is like so rough, y'all. We'll we'll figure this out together. Um, but yeah, I would love to connect with you and, and hear your feedback and how this has impacted you in some way. But I will leave y'all with this. I love you. Have a beautiful night or day or whatever time it is for you, wherever in the world you are. I love you. Goodbye.